Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. What an honor it is to come across your airwaves. And, you know, next week's Thanksgiving is Friday, and next week, so when you're hearing this podcast, I'm actually in New Lisbon, Wisconsin with my bride, and uh, we'll be doing a conference there, and then we're going to be shooting back here. We'll be trying to get a fresh turkey. I'm literally going to land and try to go to Costco and get a fresh turkey that next morning. But uh, uh, Brother Kevin is with me, and, and I've been messing up since he's in Dallas. He's not in Dallas anymore. He's in He's actually in Culper's Cove, I believe, with his uh, right outside of Colleen, Texas, right there at Fort Hood, Texas. So good morning to you, Kevin. Happy Friday. Good morning. You know, you never know where I'm going to be. So it's you're right not to assume. Yeah. Uh, you and I were talking before the podcast about invitations that we have to go to Australia. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so who knows, we may end up you and I over there in Sydney and someone else has got to drive brother. I've been there and, and, and in uh, Africa, I almost killed people, brother. I just don't get that whole concept of driving on the left <laughs> side of the road, uh, uh, driving on, I, you know, it messes me up, man. Yeah. I, I, I was able to, I mean, I may crash this time. I was in Australia once before, uh, with, with brother Russell Blanchard, man that I used to pastor. Uh, but you know, uh, he one day said, you want to drive this little thing? It, it was a church van. They call it a bus yeah. over there, but he said, you want to drive the bus? And I, uh, if you trust me, you know, feel free to, to say stop, but uh, did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did. All right. So I got on a Percocet on the way back into <laughs> it's just a long story. The missionaries went to sleep. Oh, everybody drives on Percocet in Africa. We we're on dirt roads in the middle of nowhere. And fortunately we didn't pass any cars, but uh, so don't be turning me into the police. It was 25 years ago in Kenya and it's the missionaries fault, but here we are. We're cruising. So we picked a word today, Kevin, and uh, it's time, you know, joy, joy, biblical mm -hmm. joy. Uh, you know, this Friday, today, rejoicing in hope, patient in our trials, continue an instant in prayer. My brethren, count it all joy uh, when you fall into diverse temptation or trials over there in the book of James. Now the God of all hope over there in Romans 15, 13. And uh, we've named the retreat we're working on, and God willing, we'll have some news for you over the next couple weeks. And But wherever God gives us that new land, we're Ever we're going and he's going to give it to us we're moving forward it's going to be base camp hope and in this verse uh, romans 15 13 now the god of all hope fill you with joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the holy ghost Kevin, I'm telling you what, man, when you get God's joy, when you get God's hope, when you can wake up in the morning and smile and know what the other side looks like, when you can know on our worst day, we get the Holy Spirit of God indwelling within us and we get to go to heaven. That's pretty cool. Mm, that is awesome. That is awesome. You know, I was, I was thinking too, that hope, you know, hope means that life has purpose. Mm. And, um, one, one day I wrote down what 
what my joy anyway, you know, where it biblically lies. In other words, why does my joy always there? Jesus said, my joy, no man taketh from you. And so I just sat down one day in a devotional time and said, Lord, that's true. Why is my joy always here? And I came up with just four simple words. There is security in knowing Christ. There's affection, there's expectations, and there's purpose. And uh, each one of them could be its own little podcast, but you know, all of the all of the components of joy, you know, they used to, I used to get it from the world. My security came from my job or whatever. My affection came from another person. My expectations came from whatever. And my purpose came from my career. Well, guess what? All those things are now wrapped up in Christ. And, you know, for anyone that's out there listening today, don't let your joy slip out the window because yeah. you forget and, and go back to the old source of security, affection, expectations, and purpose. Mm, ain't that the truth, man? Amen. That's a rejoice evermore. The Bible says, and one of so that's the. Uh, there's two verses. You know the two shortest verses in the Bible. So one's rejoice evermore. You know what the other one is, Kevin? Um, Jesus wept. Yeah. So one's the shortest <laughs> in the English language, one's the shortest in the Greek language. So rejoice evermore. It's actually shorter in the, in the Greek. Uh, anyway, but anyway, we used to say, because Jesus wept, you can rejoice evermore. I used to have a four point oh. sermon on that. And brother, oh. let me tell you what, man, that was a good sermon. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to go back and pull that old sermon up and dust that off and do some work on that. Uh, therefore, if my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth, my flesh also should rest in hope. And something you just quoted last week, Kevin, you said a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. It's a great thing to have hope. It's a great thing to be joyful. It's a great thing to take, you know, you know how I do this. You know how we plug into God's word. What we don't want to be here uh, on this broadcast is the people that just hammer people over the head with the Bible. What we do want to say and, and say, pray, read this verse and get over it, we do say, no, it's intentional to have joy. You wake up in the morning, you read God's word, you think about what God's given you in life and see the natural thing to do or the thing that society does or the thing that people tell you to do in society, that natural thing to do is to sit around and look at, well, I don't have this car as good as my neighbor or, you know, my house needs paint or I still got to do something in that room over there or, or this is going on. But no, not God. Uh, with God. It's like, it, it, God is, hey, you know, it's all right. You know, I'm giving you hope. I'm giving you the peace that passes all understanding. The Holy Spirit of God is showing you all the wonderful things you have in life, the, the best of which is knowing me as your Lord and Savior, the greatest of which is knowing that the Holy Spirit of God indwelleth within your heart. The greatest thing to know is that our insecurities, that our heart upness, that our feeling bad, those things we go through, those things I go through, when I quote these, you know, I'm talking about myself. And the greatest thing is to know that when I get caught up in that, and it's easy for me to fall down those roads and to go backwards. It's easy for me to say, Doug, you were raised 10 feet. My house was 10 feet from a bar, a biker's bar. Uh, by the time I was 17 years old, I had my nose broken three times. And, and boy, the God of this world, the devil can throw all those things at me. But I wake up in the morning and, and, and I say, God, look what you've done in my life. And I pray to him <laughs> and I think about the Holy Spirit of God indwelling within me. I'm thinking about the life I have now 
and it's all God. I start thinking about the people in my life who are great, and somehow I forget about those people who ghosted me and blowing me off, who turned out to be real morons, and they're there my whole life they've been there. It started as a kid. It's still going on today. But the God, the God of all heaven, Kevin, he just gives me what I need, and he intentionally looked to him and said, God, I need you today. And boy, sometimes, you know, I look over at Debbie and I'm just so happy and I pick on her. I always tell her, I love you, baby. You know, my little girl, things of that nature. I want to, I want to spread that joy and smile at each other. And we'll get out and sometimes we'll go to Starbucks and man, we'll drink a latte and just think about the joy that God gives us, how great it is to be able to do that. There are so many that can't do that. And, and Kevin, I think about what God has done in your life since I've known you and the joy he gives you, allowing you to travel around and the people. You're always meeting new people. You're helping people. You're finding old people that you know. And, and folks, I submit to you that we could, Kevin and I could sit down with every one of you and make you a list of things you can be joyful, joyful for. But it's intentional. It's giving your life to God. It's trusting, boy, he makes us joyful. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It is intentional, isn't it? You know, um, yesterday I showed up at a church. Had to, I got up at 4.30 yesterday morning. I was excited, and I'm not a morning person. I don't normally yeah. just get up bubbling over. I get up, you know, bent over because <laughs> it, it hurts. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, but I got up bubbling over yesterday because I was excited to go to um, – Central Baptist Church in um, San Saba and in Texas. And so it was a little drive to get there, about an hour and a quarter. And so I got up plenty early um, and then made the drive. Just beautiful day. And when I got to the church and ended up preaching, when I uh, was standing up there, one of the things I said is, hey, I got up this morning early, excited, but you know what? I don't always get up excited because, and I, I related on purpose a story of how um, right after I surrendered to this ministry of, of military missions, I um, was bit by a tick and it gave me Lyme disease and I actually got a pacemaker from it. And, um, and a friend of mine said, yeah, blessed are the pacemakers, brother. Thanks. Uh, but I, I, you know, that, that whole, th by the way, the pacemaker has been taken out, praise God, Amen. about, about seven years ago. But the, um, the Lyme disease gave a, uh, an autoimmune disorder, autoimmune problem. And, uh, you know, you, you've got autoimmune stuff yeah. going on too, yeah. but, but, but so, uh, depending on the weather, see, I'm thinking about joy, depending on the weather, I, I have easy joy in the morning or I have hard joy in the morning. Yeah. But I've got joy and because Jesus said, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you. So, you know, if I'm getting up and it's just a bad fibro day, you know, a fibromyalgia yeah. day, yeah. whatever you want to call it, um, it's, it's joy's not coming easy. In fact, my thoughts are going to be in a dark place. Naturally, the default is going to land on negative things and that's not right. And it can easily turn into sin. If, uh, but Jesus said, you know what? My joy might remain in you. My mercies are new yeah. every morning. So first of all, do, you know, run to the, run to the gas pump of God's word and let's get in, get yourself a, uh, I'm a Yankee, you're a Yankee. So I get me hot tea in the morning, brother. Hey, man. I'm like, 
I'm like your wife. She has herself a big hot English breakfast tea. So I, I get me a big hot English breakfast tea and I sit down with the Bible and um, something to eat usually. And I just dig in and brother, that joy begins to come from another world. I mean, it's like they say down south, wind from another world starts to blow. And uh, and I hate to do this to you, brother, but we're a little bit past our time we give the radio stations. But we'll come right back to that. We'll come right back to English breakfast tea. Hang with us, folks. We'll be right back. And brother, I'm like you. So you get yourself that big English breakfast tea and and keep on going, brother. I didn't mean to cut you off. Tell us about it. (laughs) No, that's fine. Um, When I sit down with the scriptures, you know, I'm sipping the tea. But I'll tell you what, there is something that takes place in a child of God where God God's spirit unites with your spirit in a special way. You know, the scriptures say, I love the verse, the spirit of the man, uh, excuse me, the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. So my spirit is set on fire, like a candle from God, you know, like an oil lamp from God, whatever. And it, it just starts to burn, Me too, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's because we're, it's, you know, we're born again it's and Holy ghost yeah. brother. It's that Holy spirit for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace in the joy and the Holy ghost. That's what that's, that's Bible brother. Uh, yeah. you know, that's Romans 14, 17. I mean, just what you're saying and uh, plug it in. And, and, and folks, it's hard sometimes. I, I know that we come across, we might sound self-righteous or, you know, we do. Let me tell you, Kevin and I are just like you. And, uh, you know, we're going through the same trial. If we were to give you a list of our trials, if, if, if Kevin was to sit here and tell you what he's been through in the last couple of years, boy, it'd make some of you cry. But can I tell you, if Kevin was to sit here and tell you what the Holy Ghost has done in his life mm-hmm. when he drinks that English breakfast tea in the morning <laughs> and he opens up the Praise. word of God and he finds himself over in Psalms, therefore my heart is glad oh. and my glory rejoiceth, my flesh also shall rest in hope. Can I tell you, folks, th- there's wonder in that. We marvel at God's word. Hey, I get up bright and early and man, the Bible is playing through my ears. It's dramatized King James Version of the Bible hey. right there. You can Join Audible, whatever it is. They give you two free books in two free months right now. You don't even got to tell them Doug sent you there. Just go get those two and unsign up. You don't have to pay for any of them. And uh, my recommendation is a dramatized King James Version of the Bible. And then Wounded Spirits, a biblical approach to PTS. And then listen to them, man. And, 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 and boy... I'll tell you how God can take that Bible, how he can take his word, the inspired word of God. Sometimes I'm sitting there. Sometimes I find myself weeping. Sometimes I find myself laughing, but I've never, I've never uh, been at a place where I haven't been affected by God's word. You know, God's word, it never returns void, man. There's something, and and there's something that a rejoicing starts to begin. You know, the the, the fruit of the spirit, man, is is working in your life. And and God's word and that Holy Spirit, they're in harmony. 
And, you know, when we pray, we're talking to God. When we're reading his Bible, God's talking to us. And, man, we need to listen more than we talk. And it's a great thing when you open up that word of God and you start reading things. My brethren countered all joy. You say, what does that mean? And uh, then you realize that God's saying, hey, that trial, you know that trial that's ruined in your life, you know that trial that's upside down, it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. And you go, what? And God says, no, this is going to be the best thing that ever happens to you. Yeah. I, I remember when Willie Vernon Watson died in my arms. I said, man, my life will never be the same. It's going to be trash. Can I tell you how many people have probably walked to the altar when God allows me to tell Willie's story? He doesn't allow me to all the time. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you when my head smashed into the ground, I was in a helicopter accident. My life was messed up. Everything was broken. My nose was crooked. And I used to be pretty as I, I was a male model for crying out loud. And all of a sudden <laughs> I'm smashed. What happened? Oh, that's I got smashed into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Praise and, uh, but can I tell you, God has used that. Boy, does that yeah. open doors when you talk to people. And God can use, you know, sometimes, Kevin, we look at our lives and the thing we hate most about ourselves, we never realize that that can be where God's strength exudes through us. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, when people are just up front, you know, when people just say, hey, this is what I hate about myself. I really hate this about myself, but God's doing a work with this for me. Let me tell you what God's, man, folks, let me tell you something. You want to find joy? It's, it's real. It's there. It's in God's word. It's in that Holy Spirit in your heart. Don't be looking for it if you're, if you're not saved. You're going to be miserable. And let me tell you something else. You know, the most miserable people on God's green earth, and I promise you this, I was one of them. Are those people who've accepted their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are living outside the will of God? And 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 folks, I mean, it's Kevin says you fill that English breakfast tea up. Mine's chai. I'm giving up Starbucks. I'm going through a phase. I'm just letting it go. I, don't, I didn't go today. It was like it's like I'm you know I'm one of those guys who get down there. I you know I get my and it's become uh, it's a family to me. You know, when I go over to loudspeaker and say, you know, I'll have a vente, chai tea latte, six pumps of chai, no water. They go, Doug, how you doing this morning? Can't wait to see you at Christmas time. They throw me a free one. On my birthday, they gave me like three days worth of drinks, man. But, but you know, when I pull out God's word and that old chai, and it, that caffeine wakes me up a little bit, and I come across this verse, ah, uh, when the righteous men do rejoice, there is great glory. And boy, I want to have that great glory. I want to weep with those who weep, Kevin. Uh, don't you? I, I want to be that guy who's humble enough. I, I, I know the other side of the verse. I get, you know, we want to rejoice with them who are rejoicing, but I want to be that guy because my weakness one of my weaknesses, when I, when I go to God, when I go to heaven, I'll have to look at God. I, I say it to him in the morning. One of my weaknesses are, you know, I don't weep with those who weep. I don't want to show mm. that, I, that I can be vulnerable. Mm. And so I have to do it now. You know, I was telling you last week, I was in church with this guy, and he was telling me what he went through in his life. And I found myself weeping with him. And I said to myself, that's God's strength. That's God's strength. My kryptonite is weeping with those who weep. I'm afraid of it. The devil says, oh, you look like a big wimp. Mm. Nope. 
No. That's strong. That's strong to do that. You know what I mean, brother? I do. I do. Yeah. You know, while we're confessing weaknesses, <laughs> it's 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 it is a definition of my probably worst weakness, at least that I have seen in recent years. <laughs> and that is um, if I don't weep with those that weep or I don't rejoice with those that rejoice, that is a sign that I'm being Kevin. That is a sign because empathy does not come natural to me. Yeah. I'm I, I'm like, you know, Paul said, every man uh, seeketh the, the things of his own and not the things that be of Christ. Um, Timothy, uh, Timothy, Paul said, I have no man um, like minded who will naturally care for your state. And I, I read that and I'm thinking, I don't naturally care like that. And Lord, help me to be like that. But it's a good sign, like you said, that God is at work. In fact, Romans 5 5 says, Hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad. God's love is shed abroad in our hearts, how? By the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So there's a good thing going on in my heart by the Holy Spirit when his love is just busting out, either laughing with someone that's that's being blessed or crying with someone that's traumatized. Weep and those um, weep, yeah. With, yeah, it's a good sign when God has broken me and broken through me, <laughs> broken through the stupidity and and I'm able to just get with someone and they share their story and I just find myself weeping. You know what? Yeah. Like you said, we, we have to disarm ourselves and just yeah. lay our weapons down and say, God, you you care about this. And and yeah. you know when you you know Jesus beheld that young man and loved him. It says <laughs> Jesus beholding him loved him. We sometimes just takes God to behold people through my eyes and love them through me. And brother, it sometimes just flows and I like it and I want it. And I, I, it's not a good sign when it's not there, but it sure feels good when it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And, uh, I gotta tell you, I love that. I have the, I, I love that. I have the opportunity, uh, to rejoice with those who rejoice to weep with those who weep, you know, every once in a while, I just want to stand up and scream God's in the house. You know, I just want to shout it out so everybody hears it. And, and uh, man, when he shows up, when there's a difference made, when, when God shows up, oh, boy, everything changes, man. Sometimes I'm driving down the road, and, and, uh, and God shows up. And, uh, you know, I love the Bible where it says, uh, and uh, where was I at? Just here in, in, in John 16, 22, and ye now therefore have sorrow, but. I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from you. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, when God gives you joy, when he gives you that when he, that peace that passes all understanding, you can stand in the greatest trials you ever had. Your voice can be shaky, your hands can be shaky, and your world can be turned upside down. But God said, no, you still have it. I gave it to you. Folks, listen, we love you. I hate that this stuff goes by so fast. Here we are a day we never even got into 28 Proverbs. But I'll tell you that what? There's joy. There's joy. There's joy. And that joy gives you that smile that only God can give you. Wear that today. Listen to every word Eric's going to say. If I can do something to help you, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. We sure do love you, folks. Happy Friday. Have a great day. We'll be right back here on Monday. Be praying for us, and we'll be praying for you. May God bless you.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.